Log Talk Radio.
wildfire. You know, you think about that, and any of us that are spirit-led, you know, we know wildfires in the in the spirit is powerful. You know, we know what that means, and um, so it's honoring and blessing to have you guys with us tonight. But um, I just want to let you know that today I was watching um you. You and Christina had a broadcast today on Facebook, and I was watching you guys for a very short time period, and Christina was actually flowing in the spirit. And um, you guys don't know this, but I suffer from neck and back pain pretty regularly. So when I jumped on, yeah, she was praying over a lady with neck and back pain. (laughs) And everything you were saying, Christina, was what I had been praying over myself that morning. Wow. So when I jumped on, yeah, and I saw you two, I was like, it's going to be lit tonight. <laughs> so I've got something powerful. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, I just love the way you two flowed. And, you know, being a husband and a wife and working together in ministry and all that, that is, I love to see that. I love to see the Holy Spirit flow between a husband and a wife because that takes a lot of work, and I know it does. So um, I just want to let this testify that while you were praying over her, I was receiving that word for myself, and I'm going to believe I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess my question is, how did Wildfire Ministries become Wildfire Ministries? Well, that that right there is a, is is good all in itself because when I, me and Christina were just uh, starting to talk to each other before we started dating, um, the Lord had spoke to Christina and told Christina that I was wildfire and that I could not be contained. <laughs> so that is how, and then Christina told me that, and that is how Wildfire Ministries was birthed. It was out of us uh, uh, first starting communication and the Lord actually speaking to Christina, and Christina spoke those to me and it instantly resonated with my spirit. Glory to God, the wildfire, because it, it was about, um, you know, birthing that wildfire, not being able to contain this move of God that's coming and, and to, to share that fire with somebody else. And, and then it goes to somebody else and then a wildfire just burns out of control. And we want a nation burning out of control for the Lord. And, and this is where wildfire ministry is with birth. Hallelujah. Well, thank yeah, you, Father. about. You know, I had a vision, it was an open vision, and I could not see the face of the person, but I knew it was a male figure, and I think that's what really started the connection um, when I first spoke to you, Chris, was, uh, you know, that I knew it was a male, and I saw the male, and he was, um, he was speaking, and he, when he spoke, there were sparks coming out of his mouth. But the sparks were going out over the nation. And as he spoke, it was very interesting because the the figures or the people were like little matchsticks, you know. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy, you know. But, you know, if you look at a person, you know, they're just kind of like the body and, you know, a head is kind of rounded at the top. But as, as this, this male figure um, spoke, the sparks lit these people on fire. And as wow. as I spoke to you, you know, it all kind of came together. And I truly believe that that person is you. And I truly believe that the Lord True. aligned it. And that is why you were highlighted. And that is why you're here today on this broadcast, because you are that figure. And that under the sound of your voice and as you speak, that those revivals will be birthed and that those sparks will go out and that they will reach 
you know, north, south, east, west, across the nations, not just the nation, um, and it will spark that wildfire. So I know the Holy Spirit is working in you. I know he is going to work um, in through you uh, and your wife uh, to reach out um, as far as the east is from the west. And, I, and it, you know, we, we can say, you know, it, it's an honor over and over, and, and sometimes some may seem like a, it may seem like a form of flattery. But when you have these open visions, and these, uh, you know, the keys start coming, and it's just all of these different puzzle pieces pieces start coming together, and it's like, oh, my goodness. And then, you know, you talk again, and then it's like, whoa. You know, this just, it just all comes together, and it's like, hold on a second. <laughs> you know, I, I was just talking to somebody else, and that, that just, that was just in my conversation that I just had, like, two hours ago. So I truly believe that you were that person. You know, you are you. one of several key figures um, that will be uh, part of this uh, international birthing of what is to come um, to birth this revival that, that is going to um, save tons of people. And they're going to gather the flock into the phone. Um, so Ooh. one of my questions when when did you first recognize God's hand moving you toward ministry or even starting um, this ministry as a whole? Not just um, how wildfire ministries was birthed, but when did you really recognize God's hand on the ministry? Well, it was about 2006, and what I had experienced in 2006 was I seen a demon for the first time manifest with my own eyes. And what it done was it brought reality to the Bible to me, and I instantly started digging in the Bible, and, and then I felt this urge to start speaking. And when I did, I would feel the anointing. Uh, the more I spoke, the more I would feel the anointing, glory to God. And I went through some hard times then, but it was then and there that I realized that that there was more to this. But if we want to go back further, I can remember being a kid, and I told my mother that I, do, I, that I don't know what God has for me one day, but I know it's something big. He says it's something big. And I was just a little Baptist boy in a Baptist church. My dad drove the church van. And I was telling my mom this stuff when I was little, that God had something really, really big for me one day, but I didn't know what it was yet. And I can remember being little and speaking that out. And now that I'm thinking about it, I was actually prophesying my destiny, glory to God, when I was younger, you know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And it's Hallelujah. always so amazing to me. Yeah, it's always so amazing to me when when God speaks to us and we look back. We look back over because there could be. I always think about the ones listening with us tonight, and there could be someone sitting there listening to, and thinking, um, kind of like in a confused state, wondering what does God want me to do, or wondering if God is speaking to them, and kind of knowing it in their spirit, but not quite, you know, connected the dots yet. So when we talk about these kind of things, um, it's exciting for me because I'm like, maybe somebody's going to get a revelation tonight and realize that God has something powerful for them too and when they heard God's voice it was God's voice like it wasn't just something imaginary like it wasn't the enemy playing tricks on your mind it wasn't something that you just 
thought was happening because now the revelation that you got even as a boy, you're seeing birth and then manifesting and becoming a reality. Hallelujah. So it, Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. That's just well, amazing it, it, to it, me. It's like it's like this. It, the word says that my sheep know my voice, and another one they will not follow. So the clo- the more you get into the word, the more you get into prayer, glory to God, the more you get into worship, glory to God, the more you begin to realize the voice of the, of the living God, glory to God, that resonates from your spirit, glory to God. And his voice you recognize, and another one you won't follow. So it's voice recognition. The best voice recognition service we have is time in the Word, is time uh, uh, in praying in the Spirit, and is time in worship, glory to God. So you get your voice recognition from the Father by spending time in these hours, and he will confirm all things, glory to God. He'll birth that thing inside of you. He won't leave you alone. You can't run. Listen, you can't run from God. I tried. You cannot run from God. He'll hunt you down, glory to God. He'll cause things to happen, to turn you around. And listen, and he's doing it all in, in, because he loves you, glory to God. But listen, this calling, you can't run from. I feel like somebody's on here listening right now, and they're on the fence about their calling. They're like, I don't know if I'm called or not. I don't want to do this and not be in the will of God, glory to God, tonight. But I'm here to tell you tonight, under the sound of my voice, that you are hearing from the Lord, and you are in the will of God, and you are a chosen one, and it's time to press forward in this thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So so when you first um, started recognizing things that were in front of you, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? I, I remember the first time I saw something manifest on someone. For me, um, it was a little bit, you know, I was a little taken aback. You know, I remember uh, I was working in a garden center, and it was a little frightening, you know, because yeah. I had not experienced that. And I was working in a nursery, and it's kind of, it's very interesting how, you know, God had that completely set up. Because check that out. I was in a nursery, <laughs> and I, Come on. I was a baby my vision as far as recognizing, you know, spirits attached to people. And I literally was rubbing my eyes because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, I was like, what in the world was going on? And um, this guy's eyes flickered and they were very serpentile. And he just said, it was really crazy. I was like, well, he kept saying, I want to touch you. I want to touch you. And it was kind of creepy. And I even looked to see if like, that there was a tree maybe that, you know, I, I looked to see if something had, you know, made, cast a shadow on his eyes or whatever. And I remember reaching behind the counter and grabbing my Bible. And I was like, you know, if you want anything, you better reach touch the hem of Jesus' garment. Do you no. know the Lord? <laughs> you know? And um, I grabbed my phone. My boss, their house was just right across the street. And um, I was very blessed that they lived right there. And, and she came right across the street uh, with me. And, um, and and I was very blessed that they were right there. And I told him, I was like, you know, you have a choice. You can either buy buy something or in the name of Jesus, you can leave, you know. And uh, it was it was pretty uh, wild. But can you can you describe uh, that first instant when you um, – recognize that it was something that was demonic 
you know, that was attached to somebody? And how did that make you feel? And, and what did you do in, in that instance? Well, the you know, I actually seen physically with my own eyes seen a demon to start with, and that's how that what that done was it turned me on to like the word, and I was like every word is the truth. So I started looking and stuff, and then I started picking up on um, things that were off. That's how I began to recognize and stuff. And and when I was younger, I began to pick up things that were off with somebody like. Um, they were constantly angry. Um, they were constantly bringing attention to their self. Um, um, they, they weren't living to the, the word, and they weren't living the word and stuff behind doors. And I started picking up on that, and then I started realizing that it was spirits when I was younger in this thing. It was spirits behind it that was manipulating and controlling people. And and then I began to – when I started seeing that, then my discernment started growing and, and and the Lord started growing my discernment, and then I started sensing them, and then I started I could see them, and then I could tell you where they were at and what they were doing, and a lot of times they would run and hide when I was around because they knew the authority that God had given me, but they would run and hide and they would get real quiet when I was around. Glory to God! It, and it's it's just like God training a child up, and you're first mm-hmm. learning to crawl with your discernment, then you start learning to walk, and then you start learning to run with it, glory to God. It's the same way with God. I believe that he works on us with levels, and and, mm-hmm. and the old saying goes, with different levels, there's different devils you deal with, Devil. glory to God. Right. And for me, for every upgrade there is, there's a new battle, and it's a more intense battle than before, but it's kind of like a process of a baby crawling to walking to running, glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you, mm-hmm. Father. Glory to God. Mm. I, uh, yeah, I love that because that's, I've kind of had the same, like, similar – I've gone through similar levels like that. Kind of like That's kind of the same way God did me when I first started. It was all so strange, you know, because at first I had been diagnosed – actually, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and borderline personality. And then what God began revealing to me was that I was actually gifted. So I, I feel like there's somebody listening to us now that's going through some of this that are thinking that they're crazy, that are thinking that something um, odd is going on, when in actuality, they're actually gifted. I, I really honestly believe tonight someone on this broadcast is going to get a powerful revelation of who they are, of what who God has called them to be, and they're going to get a grip on um, where they're at in their spiritual walk. Or if they're a new Christian, you know, a baby Christian, they're going to begin to realize what God is doing in their life, and they're going to get a breakthrough. I honestly feel that. I really feel that. Um, and I like the way that you explain it because um, we're not all on the same level. You know, there are different levels. We do learn differently, and everybody's process is different. But at the same time, we're all growing and learning in our gifts. Hallelujah. So, yeah, so when you began seeing them, how did you get over, like, the fear? How did you begin realizing, okay, this is from the Lord, and I don't have to be afraid. I have the authority. Well, if, if the, 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 I'll tell you how I got into the fear is I actually seen the devil himself one night. And I was actually touched by him, and complete fear ran over my body, glory to God. And this was during a rough time in my life. Uh, this was during a time where, uh, you know, uh, my wife at the time had run off with uh, another man, and there was all kinds of stuff going Not on. And, and I, the, the devil, the devil run on, the devil was sneaking through the house, and I seen him. Like, it was like a cartoon that was animated. And he started coming to me where I was laying on this couch bed, and he started coming towards me. I closed my eyes, and I heard his wings over top of me, like, 
and I felt his finger touch me, and complete fear went over my body. I've never felt fear like that. I never will have felt fear like that before, and I never will. And I, I've never felt even anywhere close to fear like this. And I remember with my eyes closed, hearing this sound, the devil standing over me. I said, "I said, Lord Jesus, help me." And when I did, it was like a waterfall from heaven hit me and shot out in all directions, and instantly he was gone, and all fear left. And at that moment, I learned how to handle fear. And that name was Jesus. That was calling on the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So anytime you're fearful of anything, to call on the name of Jesus, and he is, uh, he, is a, he is the greatest first responder there ever is. He has the fastest response time because before you get that last word out of your mouth, he has done responded, glory to God, to your cry. He's done responded to your prayer, glory to God. He is in action, glory to God, immediately, glory to God, to come to your side, and your angels are are, are with you, and you know what? The only person I fear now is the fear of the Lord, glory to God. I don't fear man. I don't feel man's opinion anymore. I don't fear uh, the evil, glory to matter of fact. I confront it head on nowadays. I don't I don't fear witchcraft. I don't fear none of that. We, we, we deal with it head on, glory to God. We hit it head on as a frontline soldier in this thing. And the only thing we fear is is the fear of the, a healthy dose of the fear of the Lord inside of us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank so, you. so, Christina, um, you know, doing ministry with your husband is just completely awesome. I admire that, and it's such an inspiration for so many people. Um, I would love to hear from you, you know, what's, what's a God story that you have that you could share with others to encourage them? Um. Well, are you are you talking in reference to ministry with my husband, or well, ministry with your husband, or something that you've done, whatever the Lord lays on your heart that you believe the listeners, because you know the broadcast goes out, you know, internationally. So whatever the Lord's mm-hmm. laying on your heart to share that you you feel could touch anyone. Well, actually, when when Chris was talking earlier and talking about when he first you know, felt the Lord and felt called and all that kind of stuff. I was thinking about how, you know, I, I didn't really know God had called me just because mm-hmm. of my own insecurities. I didn't know my work. So I, you know, I started, I was at my church and I started thinking, well, you know, I can sing, so I might as well use that for the Lord. And I joined the worship team, but I didn't know I was called to worship. I didn't know the things I, I was called to, and it was only because I didn't see myself how God saw me. And I think there's a lot of people like that out there, like you you, you are called. Like Chris was saying earlier, there's someone listening, and you are called. You just got to know your worth, and you are worth it. And I would think thought sometimes, like, oh, I'm going to speak in front of people, or I'm going to teach people, and then I think, oh, no, why me? I'm just me. I'm being presumptuous. You know, I'm just... Those are just wild imaginations, you know. I need to be humble, but really God was speaking to me. He was trying to call me, but I didn't see my worth in that. And so for me, for a long time, it was finding finding my worth in that. It didn't matter how well I could sing, how well I could play an instrument. What mattered was my heart, and that's what God was looking at, and that's what he looks at when he calls us. You know, that's where our worth comes from. Wow. You know, that's such an encouragement for so many people, you know. I think there's 
there's many times where we question, you know, how is the Lord leading us and what is he leading us to do? And, and really just seeking him and, and trying to figure out, okay, what do you want us to do? Where do you want us to go? How do you want us to do it? And just really following um, his direction. And how nice is it and how great is it that you two were able to come together and, and, and figure it out together? And now you're able to do that. I think it's awesome, an awesome thing that, you know, you're doing worship and you're doing that. And then your husband is the one that is coming and he's just that. I, I always describe your husband as that hellfire brimstone one-line <laughs> preacher. And I see you as like this soft, like, worship leader, like, you know, <laughs> and I just love that because you're just like the soft, like, the the words of wisdom, and you just praise the Lord, and he's like, and I just love that because it's like total polar opposite, but it's like the perfect combination, you know, you know I mean, it's just yeah, the perfect yeah. combination because it's like where you know, you have that comfort, but then you have that, hey, look, you better get it together. But then you have that <laughs> other side where, you know, I'm here to comfort and I'm here for you and, and I'll pray with you. And But, hey, look, you know, you better use wisdom because this is how it is, <laughs> you know. And I think that's great. <laughs> it, it's it's amazing. and it, But it's the truth, you know. Yeah. I, you, you know, know we've only been married since April. Oh, really? Yeah. This you it's all us. I wasn't even looking for anyone. This is a, a marriage God has put together. It's a kingdom marriage. You know? That is and, right. and and when God does it, it works out perfect. You know, we just out, we're even amazed. We're like, we flow so well, but it's because God chose us. We we're handpicked for each other. That is right. So that I'm was a whole word right covenant. there. <laughs> exactly. Kingdom covenant marriages and how, mm-hmm. you know, God will handpick two people to come together. And you can be complete polar opposites, but you can be the exact ones to come together that will be yeah. the most perfect handpicked couple that can bring a powerful punch but also bring peace. And I just love that. I love bringing the powerful truth of the word of God, but then a, a, a woman that just brings such peace and comfort. And I think that's just so amazing. And you guys are going to do, he's, you're going to take the kingdom by force and you are going to bring peace and joy. And you're just, you know, your prayers are going to move mountains. And I just love the combination. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. So I think that will be a encouragement. Person. That's yes. encouragement for my husband and I, too, because we are polar opposite. <laughs> and we were handpicked by the Lord, too. So I, that is yeah. so much, that is so encouraging. It really is. And, you know, when, when you truly have God first, then it, it totally works out. You can be opposite, and it can be a flow. You're meant to complement each other. You know, where, where he has weak areas, that's where God's given me strength. And where I'm weak, God's made him strong. So we can lift each other up and complement each other. Then when God's first, that happens. When God's not first, that's when things get out of balance. Mm. Yeah. This is so amazing. 
I think this will be a perfect time. Montel, can you hear us? Yes, I'm trying to communicate with people that are trying to connect to the broadcast and various things. So I'm doing that stuff while you guys are on. I'm I'm on here. So I think this would be a perfect time. Um, the amazing thing is that, you know, we've been talking about, and I've shared a couple of things with Montel, um, about things that have been birthed during this season. And one of the things that um, Christina has shared with me is that, you know, the Lord has really birthed some um, amazing songs through her during this season. And I believe this would be a perfect time for her to share one of the songs that the Lord has birthed through her. Um, so we're going to take this time right now to kind of take a break and allow Christina to come forth with a new song. And if everyone could mute their mics while she's singing, it would have more clarity, please. Okay. Just make sure my phone's on speaker and pull my headphones out. I'm, I'm kind of electronically a little bit sometimes. Okay. God, just bless our sister, Lord, Father, God, just your anointing out upon her, God. Thank you for our sister's gifts, Lord God, and just let her song go forth and prophesy to people, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
So thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for this time. Thank you, Father, that we've all come together, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your fire. Thank you, Father, for purifying everything. Thank you, Father, for coming. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming. Thank you, Father, for bringing us all together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for bringing us together, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the word that has come forth. Thank you that we have gathered here today on this line, Father God. Thank you. Thank you for filling us up. Thank you for more, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for filling us up, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your glory, Lord. Your glory, Lord. Your glory, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God.
it's there's going to be like a role reversal. It's almost like those that have been hidden are going to actually come forth, and those and they're going to accompany those who are on these bigger platforms. It's like these these people that have been seen for a long, long time. They're like bringing people up, and they're going to come alongside them. Hallelujah. Yeah, thank you, Father. Going going into places that you you didn't think that you could ever even open the door, but you're not even going to have to pull on the doorknob. Like somebody's going to open the door for you. Hallelujah. You know, you go to a door and you you usually have to either push or pull it open. You're not even going to have to. Somebody's going to be there to open the door for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. That's all That's all confirmation, glory to God, of what God's spoken, glory to God, over the ministry and what he's spoken over me. You know, I'm, I'm uh, trying to get in contact with other ministers right now over this awakening, anointing at Red River meetings we're having every year and trying to get different ministers involved. So I've reached out to some other ministers. Some of them are, are bigger names, bigger platforms. Well, the, the vast majority of them don't get back with you. They don't want to talk to you. They ain't got time. But the ones who have been reaching back out to me, God has really been blessing right now during this hour. So there's a lot of people coming out of the caves that they're, they're overlooked. People have overlooked them for too long. Or you got people who have neglected the anointing and the calling on their life. They have not honored and they have not respected that anointing that's on these people coming out right now. But listen, the ministers who are respecting and honoring the anointing on these people that God is raising up in this hour are the ones who are getting a double portion of blessings, glory to God, right now. I don't care what your name is. I don't care how long you've been in ministry. I don't care how many followers you have, glory to God. God is handpicking. He's handpicking those who are going to burn in this hour. Now, there's some who have got to a place, and, and they get too busy for their own good. They, they really get too busy for their own good. They lose some intimacy. They lose their edge over time, glory to God. But God is bringing people forth right now that he has processed, he has worked on, glory to God, and that God is lifting up in this hour, and no man can stop it. No man can shut the door on the, on the, uh, uh, the, the Montel Fields, the Leslie Jones, glory to God, the Jennifer Butler's, glory to God, coming up in this hour. No man can shut the door on you, on you all. Glory to God. God is taking you places that you are you you are you are physically and not qualified for, but spiritually you are qualified for because of who Jesus is. Glory to God. And that is how you know God gets the glory. Because listen, I am a simple man that would just soon be out in the woods, would soon be fishing, would soon be away from crowds. Glory to God. But I said, Here I am, Lord. Send me. Glory to God. And I told God to send me. Glory to God. And he's having me speak. He's having me go places that I wouldn't go on my own. Glory to God. Because God gets the glory from this. I'm I'm a man that used to be shy to speak. My face would turn red. I didn't want to be around a lot of people or nothing. And that's how we know that God gets the glory this hour and not man. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm, Man, I feel the fire of God. Thank you, Father. Um, so there's a gentleman that's on the line, and I really, I really want you to connect with him. Um, he is a dear brother of mine. It was another one of those. I think I told you this. It's, I call it the main vein, and it's like being in this it's that bloodline. It's the main vein. It's the blood of Jesus. It's all of those 
connected conversations. But his name is John Maynard. And actually, Lisi lives very close to him. I want you to connect with John Maynard. I want you to connect with James Anthony Woods. He lives in Flint, Michigan. Um, Daniel Pontius. These are all people that you reach out to them. It is going to be a fire revival. Um, Andrew Toe, he actually is praying on the prayer line. I, I prayed. I asked the Holy Spirit. I said, I need you to highlight me, you to reach out to. I never in a million years thought that Andrew Toe would come and pray on the prayer line. He sat under um, Ryan Lestrange. But guess what? Right. Andrew Toe, he said yes. I said, well, thank you, God. You know, I didn't think that he would say yes. He said yes. But you know what? The Holy Spirit told me he'll say yes. And if I hadn't asked, then, you know, I, I would have never known. But these are people, and I, I know that they will tell you yes. John Maynard, I'm telling you. Uh, Matthew Powell. Um, there's some people up in Saskatchewan, uh, Canada. These are all people that are, you know, they're they're – they they all have a name because Jesus knows them. You know, God knows right. them. They all have a name. But just because our names aren't in life doesn't mean we're not famous in our Father's eyes. We all have a name. We don't need to be known. We want him to be known through us. That's the whole thing. It's like we just want his light to shine through us. And, and that's it. And that's how you are. And that's why the Holy Spirit highlighted you to me because he said, this man has the heart of the Father. Reach out to him. Reach out to him. He is on fire for me. He has the heart of the Father. Reach out yes. to him. So acts of obedience. Every small act of obedience allows God to have a huge act, a huge reward. Every small act of obedience on our behalf gives us a huge reward because God wants to give you a huge reward for every small act of obedience. It doesn't matter what it is, just one small act of obedience. And I'm telling you, God is going to open up huge doors, huge doors. Just lean in, even these little keys, uh, one, two words, um, listening, just really leaning in, him talking to us through everyday mundane conversation. We think we're just talking to every Sally, Sue, and Sarah, but really and truly God is speaking to us. But are we listening? Are we listening? Where are our ears that hear? Because he's trying to get our attention. These conversations that we're having are the spirit, and he wants us to line it up with the truth. If we're going to worship God, we worship in spirit and truth. Religion wants us to yes. worship truth and spirit, but God is yes. trying to get our attention to worship him spirit and truth, which is how he was always trying to get us. To worship him. So he's talking to us. He's showing us stuff. And he's always been speaking to us that way. And now is the time where the remnant is rising. And he's really, really, really laying it on us. And that glory that we're feeling, even through your wife. Your wife just sang a new song. That was a new song. She didn't sing that. That wasn't praying. That was a new word. That was a new song. That was the glory. That was from heaven through your wife. That was something brand new, brand new, right from heaven. That just came from heaven through the airways out internationally. 
That was straight from God. Thank I'm you, I'm so hot right now. I've got oil on my forehead, Lisa. Come on now. I know you're oily right now. I'm I'm oily. I'm oily. I sure am. I've been oily since the, from the beginning. And I'm going to say something. When I heard, when your wife was singing, when you were talking, when Jennifer was praying over you guys, the Lord gave me two verses for you and your wife. And it's Isaiah 58, 11 through 12. And it says, and the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your soul in scorched and dry places and give strength to your bones and you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And your people will rebuild the ancient ruins. You will raise up and restore the age-old foundations of buildings that have been laid waste. You will be called repairer of the breach. Report, restorer of streets with dwellings. God has got some mighty plans for you two. I'm telling you right now. I'm not like Jennifer. I'm hot. I mean, yeah, I heard the Holy Spirit give your wife a, a, a word, and the word that He called her was wisdom. Yeah, He said He called her wisdom. Wow. From the book of Proverbs, she's wisdom. Thank you, Father. You know, he wants to know where, I hear him, my children, where is the holy reverence for me? What happened? Come on now, that leads us straight into the word, man. What happened to the holy reverence, the fear of me? Don't be fearful, I love you. That that leads straight into the word. Hallelujah. Yeah. I saw her dancing with Jesus while she was singing, and he was just running his fingers through her hair like she was a little girl. You know how when a little girl dances with her daddy, and he's, she's got her feet on his feet, and he's just dancing with her. And as she was singing that song, he was saying, but you are worthy. You are worthy. And as she was saying that song, singing it out, there were people being set free and beginning to understand that they were worthy. In Jesus' yeah, name, thank you. it was beautiful to see that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I'm just blown away at the Holy Spirit right now, to be honest. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank Hallelujah. you, Hallelujah. You know what? Yeah, I think, I think we might. Um, Lisa, you have a couple more questions for John or for um, for Chris. Because I think I'm going to do something. Go ahead. If you have a couple more questions for Chris, ask Chris uh, um, about some of the stuff that he's doing uh, that's coming up here in October. And I'm going to I'm going to okay. get something real quick. Okay. All right, so why don't you guys let people know. There's people, I know they're listening on the broadcast. Um, There could possibly be people in Kentucky that are close to you guys. How can they find you? How can they they connect with you guys on Facebook, on your social media platforms? How can they, um, if you have a website, if you want to give that information? Um, Because I really believe that there is someone listening, and probably more than one person, that is literally sitting there in tears, 
knowing that God is answering their prayers, knowing that God is speaking to them, knowing that and thinking in their mind, I need to know who these people are. I need to connect with them. I need to know how to get in touch with them. Christina, you want to answer all that? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, we do have a Facebook page. It's Wildfire Ministries. Um, so we have that. We Also, we do have a website. Um, and the website is wildfire-ministries.com. Um, we have some prayer clause, too, from the meetings we did at the Red River Meeting House. Red River Meeting House, we were there in June, and that's really when we were kind of launched into this ministry. So um, um, what was I saying? Anyways, we have some prayer clause from the meeting there. And, um, Can you tell them what prayer clauses are in case someone doesn't understand what they are? Oh, the prayer clauses, it's like with um, with Paul, I think it was Paul, right, where he had such an anointing on him from the Lord that um, even his shadow that touched people, they were healed. And people would take, you know, pieces of cloth, pieces of his clothing, aprons, things that had touched him, and they would take it to the sick people. And the sick people would be healed. And um, so that's what a prayer cloth is. It's just kind of a point of contact. And, um, and we, we prayed over these prayer cloths in the anointing that was there at the Red River Meeting House. And so they carry that anointing. And we send them out for free so you can request one on the website. Because we want to get that, that anointing, that healing and uh, revival anointing that's in that place that we are now carrying. And we want to get that to people that maybe couldn't come. So you can do that on the website, too. Awesome. And tell them about the Red River House. Tell them what that is. Uh, the Red River Meeting House, um, we actually, we have a group on Facebook for it as well. And um, and we, we're doing awakening gatherings there. But the Red River Meeting House is the birthplace of um, the Second Great Awakening. And people met there. Um, Chris knows a lot about this history, but the power of God fell there. And the Second Great Awakening was birthed out of there. And it literally changed the face of Christianity as we know it today. Yeah, in, uh, and, um, in June of yeah. in June of eighteen hundred, glory to God. The the it started out as a communion service basically, and on the third day, glory to God, of this communion service, um, this was like an orderly place. They've been praying for revival for a year or so, and they had set themselves out. Uh, to the side for sanctification to the Lord, and they were praying for revival, and they were praying for sinners, glory to God, to repent, and they had set time, they had agreed corporately, glory to God, to set time together to pray, and we're talking about out in the middle of nowhere, there's three small churches within a, you know, within a a 20-mile radius, and the same pastor, James McGrady, pastored there, and they set their time, they set time together every week to pray for this. And they were having a communion-like type service. And on the third day, the spirit fell down, and some lady jumped up and ran down the aisle in 1800. And uh, one minister said, we're not going to condone emotionalism here. And he went to stop her, and the spirit hit him, and he sat out of the squall and took off running. And all of a sudden, there was people laid all over the floor under the power of God, and, and it broke out from there. 
that it went to a muddy river a few weeks later, and there was 8,000 people showed up at a tent, uh, uh, you know, uh, and they brought their tents. They come from everywhere. And then from there to the next year, it broke out at Cane Ridge, Kentucky. Glory to God. I'm sure you all have heard of Cane Ridge, Kentucky, but it broke out at Cane Ridge, Kentucky, and there was up yeah. to 25,000 people that showed up at Cane Ridge, Kentucky, and people were slain in the spirit everywhere. One on, onlooker was looking at this meeting at Cane Ridge, and uh, he said, and he's seen people falling over, and he took off running through the woods away from it. And the Spirit of God hit him in the woods, and he fell over under the glory in the woods trying to run away from the glory. Glory to God. So there's a lot of history. <laughs> there's a lot of story. But listen, the abolitionist movement was birthed out of this. Uh, the Salvation Army was birthed out of this. A lot of your colleges, uh, glory to God, the students, glory to God, were birthed into this, and they become evangelists, and they become missionaries. There was a lot yeah. birthed out of this restoration movement, glory to God, that continued yeah. on and on and on and on. And God has ordained us, glory to God, to be over to be over this in this hour and to bring this awakening anointing online. And what God has showed me yeah. is different. There's some different dots across the United States. States, and God is bringing them online in this hour for his glory, mm -hmm. glory to God, and we are doing our part, just like the Second Great Awakening, that anointing there is coming online, Azusa yeah. Street, California is coming online, yeah. glory to God, that they cannot shut the worship down, they can't shut the move of God down, California is yeah. coming online because of the anointing that was on Azusa Street, and Azusa Street is coming online, and that anointing is flowing through California, glory to God, and his people shall be saved and there's different spots around hot spots i call them hot spots around the nation that god is bringing online at the same time it's a strategic move of god his hand is sovereignly moving across the united states right now in a master stroke yeah. glory to god one for the ages glory to god one for the books glory to god of heaven is yeah. a master stroke going across the land right now and these fires of this anointing awakening are burning glory to god and they're going to continue to burn and burn even Brighter, glory to God, during this hour. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And, and you know, that Second Great Awakening, that was in 1800. So that was 220 yeah. years ago. And that's yeah. part of this, this move that God is doing that's starting now, this new, this new era, this new move of God that's starting this revival. It's the convergence of the old and the new. We're, we're aligning. That's why he's using the Red River Meeting House and other places where he's moved before because it's the convergence of the old and the new. And so we're coming in alignment in the meetings we do there with all the prayers of all the saints over the last 220 years that have cried out in that place. And that, that anointing that moved back then is now coming into alignment and, and merging with this new move that's coming now. So it's, it's kind of like how God will give you little, you know, God will give you little pieces of things here and there. And then all of a sudden something happens in your life and he just, he reminds you of all that stuff and he kind of ties it all together and it makes sense. That's, that's kind of what this move is. It's everything God's done in the past and he's tying it all together now. And we're coming into this big final glory wave of God. <laughs> and I am so excited. I want to be right dab in the middle of it. <laughs> I sure do. I want to be right in the middle of it. You guys are on fire. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost like not even a talk. I don't know if, if there's anybody out listening and you're feeling the fire, you're feeling the glory, just revel in it. 
because I'm telling you, God is setting some people free, and he is going to continue to set people free, even during these movements. I mean, we just want to be in the middle of it. We all want revival, and it, and it just it just lights a fire inside of me just to hear that the old and the new are merging, just to hear that a revival is coming, just to hear that there have been places, you know, that God has highlighted, and just to know that there's going to be more people saved and going to heaven, just to know that there's going to be people that are going to be, you know, pulled out of the deep pits out of darkness and snatched back out of, back out of the devil's hand and, you know, set their, you know, feet on the, on the solid rock foundation of Jesus Christ. Those things that have kept me up at night, you know, praying and, and, and crying out for souls and begging God, you know, to save them and open their eyes and just knowing that there's a move being birthed right now and that a revival fire is about to go throughout the nation. And I believe it's going to spread even outside of the United States, but into the other nations and other communities. That is so exciting to me. It, it really is, because what we want as Christians, uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about Christians that we're just judgmental and all of these things. But I honestly believe that God is burning away um, the root of religion, and he is going to open up. This is going to be a new wave, like you just said. The old religious ways are being burned out, and something new and powerful is being birthed. Yes. Amen. You know, the Lord told me, uh, it was maybe... Maybe two years ago, he kept saying, you know, I'm separating the, the tear from the wheat. And I keep hearing people, you know, saying the same thing this year. But, you know, that's like old news. Like he's telling me over and over again, you know, I'm burning off the dross. I'm burning off the dross. It's like I, I feel like there's so many that are concentrating on the wrong things. It's like they're saying things that's old news. Like they're they're, and maybe – I don't know, I, you know, there's so many times that we get a prophetic word and it's, it's, you know, this is for next year. And I get that too. But he has already separated the wheat from the tear. He's now burning off the dross. So he's bringing, like, Chris was like, can you just pray for the refiner's fire? Well, yeah, because it's exactly what God is doing. You're asking me to pray for, for the refiner's fire. Well, that's what God is doing right now. That's why you're craving that for to be prayed over you because that's what God's already doing. He's bringing that refiner's fire and, and burning up the dross. Look up dross. I looked that up uh, maybe six months ago. I looked up every single scripture that had the word dross in it. And I wrote them down and I made it plain and I made sure that I was, you know, studying those because what's dross and you look it up and what's the definition of dross and you go deeper. And that's what deeper is, you know, deep calls unto deep you know, going deeper into the well, it's like you, one scripture. So, oh, by the way, Chris Board, meet James Anthony Woods and John Maynard. John Maynard, you there? I'm here. Okay, John Maynard, yeah. Chris Board, James Anthony Woods, hey. are you there? <laughs> Praise the Lord. How you doing, Chris? Now we're having a Holy Ghost party right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the party just came in. <laughs> These are two two of my brothers in Christ that I said, the two that I said that you needed to connect with, I got their numbers, and now you're connected. So, Hallelujah. Um, well, the Lord told me a long time ago, he said, you are going to be an apostle to the apostles. I did not understand what he meant by that. I did not right. share it with anybody until I met James Anthony Woods because James Anthony Woods is strong enough with himself and who he is and his identity that when I shared that with him, he 
didn't look down upon me because he was strong enough with who he was that he encouraged me, you know? So where other people were like, oh, she's full of herself or whatever, he didn't take it like that. He just was like, he encouraged me more than that. (laughs) He's like, you got grown, you know, like, whoa. Um, so what I what I like to do and what I've told you before, Chris, is I, I'm a connector. That's what I've always been. I love connecting people. I love getting people together. Um, but now God is getting ready to do something even on this radio broadcast, and I had to pull them on here. So Hallelujah. I'm going – yeah, I'm going to turn this over, and I'm going to um, – answer some of these messages in the background but guys if you have any questions for chris um please speak up ask him about his ministry it's called wildfire ministries he's based out of kentucky um and just kind of spark some conversation um and i'm going to answer some questions in the background and lisi too hallelujah thank you father thank you father Chris, this is John. I'm I'm just here for the party. I don't I don't care what it involves. And as long as the Holy Ghost is here, I'm I'm just glad to be in the room. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. It's good to it's so good that you're on I... here tonight, John. If you y'all have any questions or anything about uh about what's going on in Kentucky or something or Hallelujah. Is this a uh, like a radio broadcast, like a FM AM type thing, or is this like a, a international online deal? It's online. Hallelujah. But as Jennifer was saying, she was she's a connector of people, and um, we believe that this is something that she and I have talked about before. But we just believe that God is connecting a lot of us for for this revival, for the tent revivals, and he's he's bringing um, the hidden ones that we've we've mentioned before, and he's bringing the ones that are humble and just want to see him him made famous, just want to see him glorified. I think we've all been. Um, down it you know before and we've all been humbled and been through the fire and we know who we are and we just want to glorify the lord so um like james anthony he's very special to um to pioneer ministries john maynard you know all of you guys so um you know i'm excited to see what god's going to do i'm excited to see god connect the dots and just see what um what he's going to do what he's going to say how he's going to do this how he's going to pull it off and just see the glory the glory that's going to come out of it Hallelujah. You know, uh, God, uh, God's been, he's been putting me in connection with a lot of men and women of God across the country from one east coast to west to north to south uh, for this awakening, for this awakening move that's, it's actually started. We're not waiting on revival. We're not waiting on this, the next awakening. This next awakening is here. Creative miracles are manifest. They started manifesting this year as God spoke to me. Glory to God. They started manifesting in this awakening. We're having two meetings a year. Two series of meetings a year ordained by God at Red River Meeting House. If y'all have not done the research on it, look at Red River Meeting House, the Second Great Awakening. Um, 
and God has connected me with people, glory to God, for this awakening anointing, glory to God, that's going forth in this nation. And, and I'm, I'm being connected with a lot of people right now, and God is doing what only God can do. And he's connecting, like you said, he's connecting the dots across the country, glory to God. And no doubt um, these powerful men of God are, are playing their part, glory to God, in connecting the dots with what God's doing. As you ladies here on this broadcast are connecting the dots glory to god and god is going to get the ultimate glory for this he's going to get the ultimate honor for this uh i'm excited to be connected with uh, different brothers and sisters from across the country and uh, i'm excited because everybody has a unique flow in this thing and every one of these unique flows as they come together they create a mighty mighty river glory to god of glory for the lord and it's just exciting it's just real exciting times that we're living in right now hallelujah Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. James Anthony, I just feel like maybe the Lord has given you something. I just like you have a word for us. I just said the same thing. I just sent him a message and said, feel free to speak. Is he unmuted? Um, I believe so. Yes, he is. Mm. So I'm gonna ask a question. To be so, to be is he there? To be honest, yeah. To be honest with you, Jennifer, he's probably a lot like I am. I text Matthew, and I was like, I don't know just yet. I don't, I don't feel anything. It's like my mind is racing 100 miles an hour right now, and I'm trying to put my thumb on something. But um, I was like, I, I just don't know yet. So, I mean, I don't know. James may be feeling like I am right this second. Well, you know, I know Chris has stuff that he's about to bring, um, but we were talking about the awakening and, and you know, with the second great awakening we were talking about, and even now, um, the way it started, it started with purity. It started with people crying out and asking forgiveness for their sins. You know, they weren't in that meeting house just to, you know, praise and worship God and be all happy. They were there repenting. And um, and that's Chris's message about the fiery, you know, coals of the altar is we've got to be seeking after purity and pureness. You know, that's how he hosts God's presence, and that's when he comes and flows. Hallelujah. I'm yeah, going to talk a little bit about this, this purity and stuff. Yeah, I was going to go into great detail about this purity that needed to be come across the land and what God's been doing for the past 47 years across the United States. But I'm just going to, it's in Isaiah chapter 6, and you know in verse 7, he said, He laid upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, and thy sin is purged. Did you all know, glory to God, in this land, in 1973, there was a critical move in the spirit that happened. Do you all know what move happened in 1973? Listen, 1973, James Gordon died in Dallas, Texas in 1973 at April the 1st. This was around James Gordon Lindsay was the, the voice of healing. He was the father of the, of the healing movement, glory to God, at the time, glory to God. And do you all know why James Gordon Lindsay died in a service in 1973? Does anybody know why he died in a service April 1st, 1973? Does anybody know? Here is why he died in a service in Dallas, Texas, because 
it, the, the because of Roe versus Wade was started in Dallas, Texas, and Roe versus Wade become a law in 1973, a few weeks before James Gordon Lindsay died. Glory to God! And there was a transgression, like King Uzziah did upon the land. There was a transgression that took place upon the land, and it, and James Gordon Lindsay died in the same place that Roe versus Wade started in the same year it become law, and there was 40 years of transgression that was upon the United States for healing. That's why you could go to a foreign country, and you could go to different places in a foreign country, and you could see creative miracles being birthed, but you had to labor and labor and labor just to see a couple here in the United States, because there was a transgression upon the land like King Uzziah. That's why it said in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. So God put 40 years of transgression on the United States, and that brought us to 2013, and now he's been purifying the coals for seven years now. Seven is the number of completion, and we brought ourselves to the year, guess what? We brought ourselves to the year of 20. 20 because of the transgression of killing babies on this land the healing anointing and the leader of that movement was taken out a few weeks uh, six weeks after roe versus wade become law because god took that movement out glory to god that's why it said in the year king uzziah died the year the transgression was put down glory to god i saw the lord high and lifted up glory to god that brings us to this critical point and junction in uh, 2020 glory to god seven years of purification seven years of completion of this thing glory to god to add that on there and it brings us to 2020 and god spoke that creative miracles were starting to manifest in the ministry i've seen several creative miracles this year that that they've just come from god one lady was having a heart attack her heart she was having a heart attack and come running up to the altar at red river and i put my hand above her chest and her her heart was beating like a hammer inside of her like if somebody had a hammer and I said, be healed, and she went out in the glory and got back up perfectly healed. Her arm was numb. Uh, she was having trouble breathing. She was having an active heart attack. It instantly stopped it. Glory to God. I've yeah, seen, we, I've seen a all yeah. kind of hand, withered hand become unwithered. Yeah. I've seen all kinds of stuff this year because God spoke it. Because the transgression we, is over, and God is pouring the spirit out right now. Hallelujah. Yeah, we agree with, we agree with that. We've had, we have a guy named Howard. He called in on the prayer line, and the Lord let me see inside of his back. And he, the Lord even let me see exactly what disc it was that was degenerated. Like, I could see inside of his back. And I told him, I didn't know this man, but it was the, the fourth disc up in his back. And he said, there's no way you would know that. He said, I've been praying for 20 years. He said, my disc has been degenerated. I said, well, the Lord is showing me your back, and I can see his hand touching your back, and the Lord is healing it, and he's giving you a new disc. And you know what? He came on, and he came on the prayer line, and guess what? No pain. Went to the doctor. Guess what? There's a new disc in his body. So Hallelujah. Thank Lord you, Father. Is, yes, Thank you, Lord. There are new things happening. God is doing creative miracles. There are new things happening in this earth. I completely agree with you. It is God doing it. God is changing things in the atmosphere. I am in 100% agreement with you on that. Um, does it happen to every single person? No. I, I, I can say that I have not seen 100% every single person. I haven't. But there are creative miracles happening. I have seen some people. I've, I've heard the Holy Spirit say, this person, is, it's going to take three days. I've seen it happen 
instantaneously. I've seen it happen over eight days. But we just listen to him. If he says this is going to take three days, it's going to be a three-day stent, we tell him three days. Give it three days. You'll be healed. If it's going to be instantaneous, just speak to it. Healed now in the name of Jesus. And it's healed. And then they're dancing like David. It's done. You know, that is how God works. We just have to be obedient. We have to give him our ears. We have to listen. We have to open the eyes of our heart so that we can be heart to heart with the Father and we can hear what he wants us to hear and we can just speak over whatever it is that he wants us to speak over. And if he tells us no, we don't say it. If he tells us go, we say it. Because there's been times where, you know, I've wanted so bad to speak something over somebody and God has told me no. Because I have heard some really big words, you know, really big words for people. And God has told me no. And I've asked him why. And God has said because they need to repent. And then I was like, whoa. And I was like, so are you telling me not not to speak this word of encouragement over them? And the Lord said, I'm telling you not not to tell them. Because if you do, he'll become puffed up with pride. Yep. And I was like, Jennifer, really? I'm Jennifer, sorry? I, I think, uh, no, no, you're fine. This is John. I want to I want to relate back to Chris real quick for just a moment. I heard yeah, him yeah. earlier. You know, I can agree with what you guys are saying, that, that there's something new happening. And the reason why there's something new happening, I mean, we, we've got the same God. We can all agree with that. And I believe that God has been wanting to do these things, but I think the problem with it is, is is the way that we have taken the right relationship with God and handcuffed it into religion, and we've allowed uh, we've allowed people to come in and say, "Well, I don't agree with what you're doing, and I don't agree with what you're doing, so I'm going to get upset and I'm going to split and I'm going to take a cult with me and I'm going to make my own denomination, and then you go over here with me and I'm going to make my own denomination." So then what yep. we're doing is we're bringing people in and we're saying, okay, this is what you've got to do to be saved. This is what the Bible says you've got to do to be saved. And then they're, they're, they're set free by God. Okay, They're set free from their sins and their bondages. And then we take a pair of handcuffs and we bind them to the words of religion on what legalism on. and stuff says that you have to do to be a Christian. And this is the kind of things that you have to do to be able to be a Christian and to be able to attend church here and this and that kind of stuff. And I believe what's, what's actually happening is there's been a bunch of churches of Sardis that's been in this land for a long time. They've got the name on the outside, and they profess to be one thing, but they don't have any power on the inside. And that's because you've got some six-foot icicles standing in the pulpit too busy living off of a paycheck and allowing the deacons to tell them what they can and can't do and what they can and can't say to preach on. And then what happens is now everybody's going through like robots. Oh, we're going to church on Sunday. Oh, we're going to church on Wednesday. If you come, most churches are are fifty percent or less. What come on Sunday? That come on Wednesday. Why? Because we have not made it a priority. Why? Because the people standing behind the pulpits and the preachers are not making it a priority and telling people that God is the most important thing in your life and should be and should always be. And then, that's like I told them the other night, that's why we've had this pandemic. In my opinion, he says you're not going to have any more concerts. 
we're not going to have any live sporting events. I'm not even letting your children go to school, and half of you are going to be laid off of work because I want my nation back, and I want my people to put their eyes back on me. That's what I feel like that God is trying to do here. So to me, the churches were never closed. The churches were deployed for what they was originally designed to do, and that was to go and make disciples. And that's exactly what we've been doing. So for me, yeah, Chris, I'm with you. I didn't want to stand up in front of people and speak. I almost failed the 11th grade because of a a book report. So when I'm able to stand now and I can hear what God has given me, it doesn't bother me now to stand in front of people because I have tasted and I have seen that the Lord is good. And I know exactly what he's done in my life. I know what he's blessed me with and what he's blessed me for. And then I, I can't, I don't have any other choice but to stand and deliver that word to other people. If that means going to Kentucky and doing it under a tent, I'll do it. If it's over the international radio, I'll do it. If it's me starting the church, I'll do it. It doesn't matter where it's at. If God gives me a word, I have no choice but to deliver it. Amen. That's right. I can I confer as well. God bless everybody on tonight. <laughs> I confer as well. This is James Anthony. God bless you all. Um, and what the Lord was showing me is that he's dealing with the sacred cows. You know, before we could move on as a people, as a body, even as a nation, that the sacred cows have to be destroyed. The idols have to be destroyed. Even as the man of God that came from Judah and when Jeroboam was involved in so much idolatry, when he led the nation and the, the north into idolatry, that prophet actually spoke against the altar. So God is causing us to speak against those altars of those idols and those sacred cows, amen. For we shall only serve God and God alone. You can't have an idol in your heart and serve God. And so sickness and power are coming forth as those sacred cows are destroyed. Amen. And so all of these ideas and customs and institutions and religious uh, activity um, is, is being done away with. And God's raw power, I mean, his glory is, is coming. And, and we've felt that shift. And we're already in the midst of it. But the thing about the glory, when the glory comes, you know, the glory is different from the anointing. Because, see, under the anointing, there, there's margin of error for people and, and sin and, and different things like that. But in the glory, it's, a, it's a all or nothing. And so God is preparing us for the glory because when the glory comes, it exposes everything. It exposes the unrighteous and the righteousness. Amen. So whatever is in you. Is going to be augmented And I sense that that is the time that we are in And so the Lord is really giving us A space of time To take inventory And for every household Every individual Every ministry has had an opportunity Whether they took it or not Is another thing Everyone has had an opportunity To take inventory Of what is going on in my life And to take opportunity If there are any idols in my heart Anything that is not like the Lord That we need to ask the Lord To remove it Because when the glory comes It's all or nothing And that's what's coming And that's that's what's upon us Is the glory Where it's not just a man or woman That will be exalted But it will be the body 
moving as one, and these the miracles and the signs and the wonders that we already see happening, they're going to happen at a larger level because it's like a, a wave, amen, that is coming upon this entire globe. But the Lord wants us to be ready. He wants the United States to be ready. He wants the church to be ready. He wants the people of God to repent. Amen. The scripture says, if my people. Amen. And so there's always an if there. And so God has given us a season of time of the if. Get ready, amen, to lay down everything that's not like him, amen, and then to speak against those altars, speak against the altars of abortion, amen, speak against the altars of sex trafficking, speak against the altars, amen, of same-sex marriage, speak against all of these altars that are not like the Lord, because the glory is coming, and we're going to see those unprecedented miracles, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah, I, Thank you, I agree, James. And and I'm going back to my studies over the last couple of days with the book of First um, Kings. And Elijah told him when he had him up there on Mount Carmel, he asked him, he said, how long will you halt between two opinions? I mean, <laughs> you can't ride the fence because it'll cut you. I mean, it's it's plain and simple. You're either going to serve Baal or you're going to serve God. And uh, so, I mean, and, and I believe that's where we're at as a nation. And I believe that uh, there's going to be some things that are cut off uh, that people aren't used to. And there's going to be some things that um, there's going to be some things that are going to be revealed in people's lives that they never even thought was even there. And they're going to begin to see things with a new set of eyes. And uh, yeah. things are things are going to be really shaken up uh, more so than they have been now. And uh, I just believe that we're 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 just scratching the surface. But I do believe that God is screaming just like you're talking. How long will you choose today whom you're going to serve? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times um, that. People think of repentance as a dirty word, but actually it is a is a blessed word because when we repent, it sets us free from what doesn't belong, and it gives us an opportunity to come back, um, you know, back in line with the Lord so that he can flow. That's it. I mean, repentance isn't anything bad. It's... As a matter of fact, repentance is a good thing because if you still have the, that means you can get things right on this side of heaven before it's too late. And uh, right. so, I mean, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. Mm, you know, it's it's very interesting because God keeps taking me back to um, to Christina for some reason, and how He keeps giving me the word wisdom. Like He keeps I can't. Wisdom that he calls her wisdom And then I opened up my Bible I I like to just lay my hand on the Bible And and just pray and say Lord Guide me to where you want me to be Show me what you want me to read And I open it up to Proverbs 2 And at the end of Proverbs 2 Proverbs 2 and 19 It's just the last three verses of Proverbs 2 So Proverbs 2, 19, 20 Actually the last four But Proverbs 2 and 19 Check this out It says None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life, that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous. For the upright 
the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressor shall be rooted out of it. And that's just the big thing, you know. There's a big difference. You can't ride, you can't have one foot on one side and one foot on the other. You know, the path is narrow and we have to choose. We just we just have to stay focused on Jesus and and we have to choose. You know, it's not one way or another. We can't pick and choose. The Bible is all inclusive. You know, it's all it's all inclusive. It's it's the old, the new, we, we look at it all. God is going to do what he wants to do. Vengeance is his. He's coming forth with, with some power and authority, and he wants us to walk in that dominion. And he is going to do that, and he's going to do that through the open vessels that are willing to be fully surrendered to him, lay down lovers of Christ, and he is going to do what he wants to do through those that are fully surrendered to him. And he is going to do it sooner than later. If you look around and you see everything that's happening around us, the time is, is, is <laughs> if you look at everything that's happening, even down to everything that was shut down, that was not isolation. That was preparation. God, that was time for us to be prepared. During that time where everyone was operating out of fear, thinking that we were all isolated, that was a time where we should have been prep- preparing ourselves. That whole time, I kept hearing the scripture, Luke 22 and 32, over and over and over, where Jesus prayed for Simon Peter, or Simon, in some Bibles it says Simon, in some Bibles it says Peter. So for all intents and purposes, we'll say Simon Peter, where Jesus prayed and said, no matter what comes at you, Keep the faith. I've prayed for you that no matter what comes at you, you keep the faith. For after this, it will be your life mission to go out and build up the faith of thy brethren. And that will be our life mission, and that is what we should be doing. And that is our life mission, is to go out and to build up the faith of our brethren. To go out and to reach out to those who don't know who Jesus is, to reach out to those who have been in a backslidden state, to reach out to those who may be wavering in their faith, to reach out to those who do know him, who may be in a fearful place. That's what we need to be doing. But I know that even through this broadcast, that God has been speaking. I know that when your wife was singing, that that was God. That was the weighty glory straight from heaven that came down from the heavens over this line. There was a move over this line that reached out to the nations. And his banner of love washed over all of us. And we felt his presence, his tangible presence through that song. And I could hear him saying, it's time to sing a new song. 
So I, I do have one more question for you because, I, you know, for a minute there, I felt like there was a pause for the cause. And, and you know, I have, I have little boys, so I always tell them, you know, they ask me a lot of questions. And I feel like I ask a lot of questions, too. But I always tell them, pause for the cause, breathe in, breathe out, give it all to God and know he'll work it out. But one of my questions um, for you is, you know, how do you believe with the things that you see going on all around us, how do you believe that we can be prepared for such a time as this for the next season? Like, what do you believe that we need to be doing right now for such a time as this to be prepared for this next season as we do go out to build up the faith of our brethren? Are you, talk, are you are you addressing that to me or, or somebody else? Yes, sir. You, Chris. <laughs> well, listen. Preparation. It just begin. Preparation begins in the secret place. If you've not got up in the morning and you've not prayed and you've not spent time with God, you're not prepared for anything else. So it's a daily. Yeah. It's a daily dying to yourself, and it's a daily preparation that's going to prepare propel us forward. I can't prepare. Keep preparing for way in the future, way in the future, when tomorrow will worry about itself and yesterday's already gone. The preparation has to be for today. It has to be for here and now. It has to be for the daily steps, over to God, that's going to take us, no matter what's going on around us. But no matter the, the, it seems like sometimes if you turn the news on, the world's falling apart, over to God and everything. But you know what? I'm perfectly fine right here under the, the you know, in the wings of the Almighty God and in shelter of the Most High God. Daily in my preparations, glory to God. And even when I speak, when as soon as I get done speaking, I've got to go back to the secret place, and I have to go to the quiet place of the Lord, and I have to go to a place of meditation with the Lord, glory to God, because it is it is exhausting to operate under the anointing, glory to God, and even to try to make plans ahead of time sometimes. I know that, you know, plans are good, blueprints are good, glory to God, but it's that daily preparation that's going to get us from point A to point B, and, and daily hearing his voice and daily spending time with the Lord, daily meditating on the word, uh, letting the word guide you, uh, being a light unto your path, glory to God, daily, that guides you into all truth. The word will sanctify you. and see, It said sanctify them with the truth. Thy word is the truth. So if no sanctification comes, we can't have no truth in the nation. And sanctification has to come to the body. That's why a, a lot of these lawless, listen, there's lawless prophets running around out there. The Bible talks about rebellious, lawless prophets that are running wild right now, and they're running wild on platforms. They're running wild across the United States, and they're lawless prophets. They, they perform signs, they perform miracles, and they prophesy over people. The word says many. Many, many, he'll say, I knew you not because they didn't spend the time, because they were prophet lying out there, because they, they, they were running rebellious, and they didn't take time to be sanctified in the holy place with the Lord. They have anointing, they have a calling on them, but they refuse to go through the sanctification pro uh, process. They're like a wild horse that's refused to be tamed. Glory to God by the Spirit out there nowadays, and that, that's why we're in the mess that we're in is because of lawlessness that's upon the land and upon the body right now that God's purifying. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. So I think we're going to take a break song now. So Montel? Yes, I have a song ready for you. 
Thank you. You're welcome.
for a couple of questions from the listeners. If anybody has a question for um, Chris or Christina, you can call 626-696-8607. I do believe he said he was going to stay on the line till 9. Is that correct, Chris? Yeah, I'm going to stay on the line for probably about another 10 or 11 more minutes here. So if anybody's got a question or two, I'll take it right now. And if you want to ask a question, I know we have a lot of callers on the line, please press 1 because that's the only way I know that you have a question. It puts a mark beside your number in the QA, and then I can open your mic. So, again, 626-696-8607 and press 1. Give the callers a few minutes. Sometimes we have people that shy to get on and speak on the radio. They love to listen, but not everyone wants to come on and be on the radio. And, Christine, I want to encourage you, girl, while we're waiting on some calls, I have a heart for worship. You have a beautiful gift from God. Those songs, That song was so anointed. It blessed me so much. And I look forward to coming to Kentucky, meeting you too, and just being a part of one of your services sometime. And God's perfect timing and will. Thank you. Yeah, I was blessed as well. I mean, it was just, it was a very anointed song and um, just hearing about what all you guys are doing and what God is doing and how he's um, using you guys. It's it's been an honor to have you two on and um, just to be able to share a couple hours with you to pick your brain and just, um, it's been a real honor. So we're so grateful that you guys joined us tonight. Thank we do so have much. a call. Yeah, we're just amazed at everything God's doing. Amen. Yeah, really we do is. have a question online um, from phone number. Uh, the first part is 551. Last four is 0856. Welcome to Reaching Out Radio. And do you have a question tonight or a comment? Yes. I, can you hear me? Yes. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Kanessa Williams, and um, 
I have a question for Chris. Chris, I love him and his wife. They, they, they don't know me, but, you know, God has always used strangers, you know, because when you're in his perfect will, you know, it's his bill. So, you know, he's used strangers with me. And so Chris and his wife truly blessed me, you know, that I didn't know. I don't personally know them, but God knows them, you know. And so that he used them to bless me um, that had me in tears for, for days, you know, because I could see the hands of God on them and how God uses them. So my question is, this has been a very intense battle in the spirit, you know, in, in the natural, but mainly in the spirit. That's where it originates from. And so God has been telling me for a couple of months now to rest. And so because I don't know how to rest, I'm used to warring and I'm used to fighting, you know, because it's throwing everything at me. And I have family um, that, that I have to stay in and, and proxy for and stay um, consecrated for, you know, and so, and I want to see souls saved. So my question is, if God just keeps telling me to rest, how do I rest? Well, you know, rest, I'm reminded of that scripture, Knessa, and I bless you tonight. I'm reminded of that scripture that says to be still and know that I am God. And for me, resting is I get to a place of, of solitude with God. I get to a place of peace. Like um, uh, for me personally, uh, uh, my place of peace, my happy place is like by a creek or by a lake underneath a willow tree. And uh, I'll sit there and I'll rest or I'll go out in the woods sometimes when it's nice and cool. And I'll sit and I'll meditate and I'll rest, but that rest needs to flow over into your daily living for God. And, and so sometimes I'll push ministry to the side. I'll push the ministry to the side. I'll cancel some things and push it to the side and take a season where I am in this place with God and I'm just resting. I'm not trying to to uh, uh, dig deeper in the prophetic at that moment. I'm not trying to push the anointing. I'm not trying to... Uh, uh, make thing, anything happen, Lord God, but I am just resting with God, and, and God sometimes takes me back in my mind to these places when I was younger, and they were, they were called safe places in my mind where, I, where I, I always felt comfortable, like at my grandparents' house, I felt comfortable, like underneath the willow tree by a lake, I felt comfortable, and God reminds me of that uh, uh, daily, and I rest knowing that God has always been there, Canessa. And, and, and sometimes we have to train our mind because when God says to go or we feel like it's a season to go, we take off running wide open sometimes. But you know what? We all need uh, that meat to refresh us. We all need that rest. That's why God gives us rest, glory to God, at nighttime to refresh our soul. So when we wake up in the morning, that his mercies are renewed upon us daily. But if we don't take that time to actually close our eyes, and rest, and even in the spirit, sometimes we just got to rest, knowing that God is in control, Canessa. And it's it's a difficult thing. I run across a lot of ministers that are telling me, and I've even had words for them to rest and to sit still, and yet they refuse to rest and sit still. And what happens is they become battle weary because they've, they've been on the front lines for so long that they become battle weary, and they're not able to effectively fight the battles. So they have to take time off. Even a good soldier would take a reprieve off the front line, and they would have rest and relaxation. Sometimes it would be a weekend pass, 
Sometimes if it was a real intense battle, they would pull them off for weeks at a time, and they would refresh. They would get their mind renewed, glory to God, and, and they would get a, a fresh outlook on things, and then God would do what he does. And I, and I see that for you, Canessa Williams, because I, I know the battles. I've heard, I've heard a little bit about your testimony, but I know the battles in your life, Canessa, have been intense. I know that God has pressed you in the wine press to make some pure, pure anointing that, that comes from your life, Canessa Williams. You are a special, special woman, Canessa Williams. You are sent to this generation, Canessa Williams, to turn it around. And I know there's times when it don't seem like you're getting out of your four walls. I know that you don't want to be heard, but I hear God telling you not only to rest, but after your, your rest, after you learn how to properly rest, He's going to bring you to the forefront to prophesy, Canessa Williams, because there is a strong, strong uh, 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 preacher of righteousness. I'm hearing that righteousness comes from your lips. I'm hearing that wisdom comes from your lips, glory to God. I'm hearing great discernment come from your lips, uh, Canessa Williams. And, and I've seen people carry a lot of wisdom, Canessa Williams, but I've seen very few carry the wisdom and the heart of the Father like you carry, Canessa Williams. And I bless you with that, Canessa Williams. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I Hallelujah. I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it because I kept hearing it in my spirit for weeks now. I keep hearing the word reprieve. 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 Mm. So I, re- I receive that in Jesus' name. Thank you. Hallelujah. God bless, bless you, Knessa. You. I love you, sister. Thank you, Knessa. Thank you for calling in, Chris. We do have two more callers. Um, okay. Is it we'll okay for them. me to open the lines for them? I just want to be respectful to you. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Hallelujah. Caller from um, area code 618-494-9226. Welcome on Reaching Out Radio. God bless you. God bless you and surprise. That's my this husband. This is Montel's <laughs> husband. That is a surprise. Hallelujah. So, without the caller ID, she didn't know my phone number. No. So. <laughs> Amen. Um, I just wanted to say, first and foremost, uh, I'm thankful for God for my wife. She does a wonderful job of trying to listen and pressing in and following the word. And she leads her life in a very un- undescribable way. People literally wouldn't understand it unless they were with her daily, and I love her very much. And I don't mean to take away from the program. Um, I've listened to some of it with my son, and I, I thought you did a wonderful job this evening. And But I just wanted to tell my wife, congratulations on the 500th episode tonight. And I'm glad you guys Thank were you. the guest for that episode. And uh, I just want to pray and give you thanks for being on here and pray that your guys' ministry keeps growing. And I haven't spoken on the radio for many many of years or behind a pulpit for a while so i'm going to be tongue twisted a little bit but i did want to say that i was proud of my wife and thankful for the things that she does for the lord and happy 500th episode (laughs) thank you that means a lot you snuck that in Yeah, Hallelujah. she didn't know I was calling, so sorry for no. interrupting. <laughs> no, you're not interrupting, so. man. Is what, uh, What's your first name, brother? My name's Dustin. D- 
Dustin, man, our son's name's Dustin. So I'm going to pray for you real quick, Dustin, before you get off the line. And I appreciate what you said about your wife. She truly, the Lord showed me that you were a good counterbalance to all the stuff in the ministry as you're going forth, that you all counterbalance each other. Like where one's off, the other one's excel. And I see you all being this perfectly balanced from heaven couple, glory to God. And listen, you said you haven't done stuff for a while, glory to God. But God says you're going to start doing some things that you haven't done Thank for a while. Jesus. I hear the Spirit telling me, Dustin, to yes. tell you that you are going to speak behind the pulpit, glory to God, Dustin. Yes. And you are going to, to come into your own, glory to God, because you have been resting. You have been sitting in that secret place, glory to God. But God is has a work for you, Dustin, and your work is to preach the gospel. Your work is to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers, glory to God, to come along your wife's side and work in a tandem like this in a one-two punch, glory to God. And I see you beginning to punch with her in the spirit, to punch. You're going to punch above your class, Dustin, when you start swinging, glory to God, at the enemy, glory to God, in this hour. But it's been a little too long, Dustin, and it's time to step. It's time to speak. It's time to declare. It's time to decree, <laughs> glory to God, like never, never before, <laughs> glory to God. So I bless hallelujah. you with that, Dustin. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank, Thank you, Father. Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. That's been my, my, my prayers going up. Thank you, God. Oh, hallelujah. And well, honey, I greatly appreciate Kentucky. the word. They're, they're Kentucky ministry, baby. <laughs> you know what that's all about. Kentucky and Tennessee, for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> Praise but God. Uh, I Thank just want you to Jesus. know that I definitely feel a move in my spirit, and I I always know. Yes, you know, Lord. my wife told me her aunt had a saying: "You know what you know when you're nowhere." Yeah. And uh, God's hammer just hit that head on that nail. So, thank you very Thank you, much Jesus. for that word of encouragement, and uh, just keep praying that fire keeps on burning inside of me and and starts to consume me even more. There's been some things Thank in my you. life that that have just, I've kind of sheltered that candle and that flame. You know, it's there, but I just have kept it inside. And I've been listening to God, and he's definitely been giving me some words to share. And I think it's selfish of me when God gives you a revelation if you don't share it with other people. So I'm definitely going to start moving forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank, Thank you, you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Thank Chris, you, for your obedience in that work has it takes courage to share truth with people. And many times, a lot of people like prophetic words that are always rainbows and lollipops. But many times, we need correction and direction. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. And I want to give a shout-out real quick, too. I have someone really special. I see their number on the line tonight listening to Jennifer and Lacey's program and uh, to Wildfire Ministries. Father Ken Seifert is family to me. He has been, everyone keep him uplifted in your prayers. He has been in and out of the hospital over the past month with congestive heart failure and his legs have been weeping from all the conflicts with his heart not pumping right. And just if people understand congestive heart failure, but I just wanted to tell him I love him. We're all praying for him. And he has an amazing ministry in the community that he does where he opens up and has meetings and shares the gospel to people that's been bound in addictions and God's done amazing things in his ministry. So I love you, Father Ken. Thank you for listening tonight. And I want to open up our other callers line. Um, phone number. Uh, the first part is uh, 857-4205. Thank you for holding. God bless you. Welcome on Reaching Out Radio. Hi, this is Mary. 
I'm um, a friend of Jennifer and Lisey's. Oh, bless you. Bless you, Mary. Hallelujah. Hey, God bless you. Um, I just wanted to just give you a quick word, Chris. Um, I just shared it with Jennifer. But I saw you as a firefighter. Um, and I also like spring water, putting out fires. I saw you rescuing animals also. I'm not sure what that means, but I think just rescuing in general. Um, but I think the firefighter image speaks to me of deliverance ministry. And Hallelujah. that's what God downloaded. So you guys, could you pray for me tonight? Yes, yes, Mary. We'll pray Thank for you. you. Mary, I'm hearing God tell me to tell you that you need to pray in the Spirit more. Glory to God. There's some breakthrough, Mary, that you need in your life. There's some breakthrough that you need to happen. Glory to God. And God is saying from the time you get up, glory to God, from the time the middle of the day to the time the night to pray in the Spirit always. I'm hearing God tell me to tell you to pray in the Spirit always, Mary. You have a meek spirit about you. You have a spirit that God can work with, glory to God, but he needs you to pray in the Spirit to break these strongholds off that have been around you, that have, they've hindered you. Mary, they've hindered you from pressing into this deep, deep place that God wants to do. It's not that you haven't seen places of God, because you have, but there is a deeper depth, and there is a higher height, and you have, you're going to need to pray in the Spirit for this breakthrough, Mary, to happen, glory to God, over you and what's going on. I see situations, Mary, that have been going on around you, I hear the Lord telling me, for far too long and it's time for a breakthrough and a breakout upon your life and i prophesy a breakthrough and i prophesy a breakout glory to god it's like there's been resistance and and it's like a a stock market i'm remembered of a stock market there's resistance lines and there's been a resistance line that's hit and you bounced off of it and you've hit it and you bounced off of it but god's saying we're going up we're going up glory to god and you're going to hit this resistance line as you begin to pray in the spirit and there's going to be a breakthrough glory to god and i see the line going straight up pointing straight up mary and there's going to be a breakthrough in your life to take you straight up and to destroy the strongholds glory to god that have been i hear the uh, again around you mary Glory to God. So I bless you with that word. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Bless you. Hallelujah. Thank bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to do Thank it. You, I will do it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I, yeah, I just found out a close friend was um, not who they said they were at all, and they weren't even they weren't a believer, and they were on the other team, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. Come on, that's confirmation. Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God bless you guys. I appreciate your ministry. Bless you, Mary. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The oil is flowing. Praise God. Wow. What the devil meant for evil, God's making it good. Hallelujah. Praise be Hallelujah. you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Father. I do believe I got to um, all the phone, uh, phone lines. We have dropped streaming. We're only allowed two hours streaming like through the Internet. So we'll keep recording when they go back on demand. Everybody that's on the phone lines, um, 
messages now can still be heard and it will record but we only get that much time through the internet that's just how the time that i pay for works so um jennifer are you still there is there anything yeah, i'm still here i just wanted to tell Chris that like all of a sudden i just felt the fire come back and i just wanted to tell you that it was like there was a lull there but then all of a sudden it was just like the fire just came back and i was like whoa so as soon as we started praying over Mary, it was just like this big rush, and I could just feel like it was almost like I could just feel this rush. It was just crazy. So thank you for just sticking it out and and staying and praying. It was just amazing. Yes, Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm so used to the fire of God nowadays that that I don't yeah. know what a lull is anymore. Like there's. It's, it's like completely fire all the time. So when I get a lull, it's like, what's going on here? Because I don't get them. I know anymore. it was a little so, weird. So, yeah, yeah. It was a little weird. That was a little yeah. weird. So Hallelujah. I apologize. We're we're learning. This is like our third broadcast. So I I hope there's a little forgiveness in there. Um, we're learning. You know, we're all learning. So was there anybody else on the line that um, no we that have. Was there? Everyone that wanted to, uh, that had questions or prayer or comments, I've opened all those lines. There's still other listeners on the line, but as far as um, any more questions or comments, no, there's not. Okay, great. So um, I just want to pray us out. So, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much, Lord. We just ask you to continue to expand the tent pegs. For Montel, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for blessing her, for her um, her radio show and everything that she does, Lord. We ask for a head of protection around her family. Father, we ask for the adoption of her son to go smoothly, Lord. We ask for protection over her little boy, Noah. Lord, we ask for a head of protection around Chris and everything that he does to expand the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven, Father. We thank you, Lord, for Wildfire Ministries and his wife. And the new song that came forth, Lord, it was so anointed and so on fire, Lord. We thank you, Father, for that ministry and what you're doing with them and through them. Father, I thank you for Lisey Jones and all you're doing in her life, Father. We thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for the word that came forth, Lord. And we just thank you for what you're doing in all of our lives. Thank you for teaching us as we go along, Lord. And we thank you for blessing us, keeping us, guarding us, and guiding us as we keep our hands to the plow. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless you all. You all have a good night, and I was honored to uh, be a part of the broadcast tonight. You all uh, have a good night. Uh, Bless you all. You too, brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Good night. I'm going to close this out with a beautiful song. With one of my dear friends in Christ group, Living Faith Quartet. It's their newest song that just came out, and it's called There Was Jesus. And remember, in the midst of everything we're going through, no matter if we're on the mountain, if we're in the valley, no matter what it is, Jesus is always with us. Thank God for that. Where could we be without Jesus? So just keep on keeping. Don't back down when God is backing you up. Take time as they were speaking earlier, to rest and to listen for your Father. Because when we learn to hear our Father's and we let the Spirit lead us, that's when our lives can truly be healed, delivered, and set free. I love you all, but God loves you more. Thank God for 500 episodes and that we're reaching places 
all over the world. Thank God every day I go to the map. There's new listeners in other nations and countries. Glory to God. So keep lifting us up and praying for each and every one of us as God takes us for us for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Good night. And God bless you all. Every time I try to make it on my own Every time I try to stand to start to fall And all those lonely roads that I have traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground When the friends I had were nowhere to be found No, I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now There was Jesus In the waiting, in the search In the healing and the hurt Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment Where I've been and where I'm going Even when I didn't know it Or couldn't see it There was Jesus For this man who deeds amazing kind of grace For forgiveness at a price I couldn't pay
broadcast for this evening here on Reaching Out Radio International. God bless you all.